Workday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. Coffee with Clarissa on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Coffee with Clarissa. Now, misconceptions among the role of auditors are rife in the market. The Association of Chartered Certified Accountants released. Uh, closing the expectations gap in audit reports, striving to address misconceptions that exist for the role of auditors and legitimate concerns that pinpoint expectation gaps. The report that surveyed close to a thousand people, representative of the public and affiliates in Singapore and approximately 11,000 around the world, suggests that 52% of Singaporeans believe auditors are responsible for avoiding company failures. Money FM 89.3 welcomes Chu Chun Wee, the regional head of policy for ACCA Singapore, to talk about the report, common misconceptions, and the expectation gap that has created some disillusionment between auditors and their clients. Welcome to the show. This is actually very interesting. So there is. <laughs> I'm glad you find it interesting. Of course, it's interesting. In, in fact, it's intriguing. There is a misunderstanding from between client and auditors. Is mm. what this this has discovered. Yeah, I, I think I'll expand client a little bit. It's not the audit client, mm-hmm. say the management, but the wider public. So okay. that includes the investing public, that includes board directors, mm-hmm. um, that includes just basically everyone. And and the report um, seek to just get those views um, by surveying people who are members of the public. Okay. Yeah. And these are, you know, potentially learned members of the public as well, right? Well, I think that would be a mix. That would be a mix. Um, So, well, if you look at the results, perhaps they are not as learned as we hope they can be. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is a process. I think we are hoping to raise the public's um, knowledge about what an audit really is um, versus what they think it is. Okay, so let's walk back a little bit and, and explain what an audit is versus what an accountant does. Sure. Um, well, I, I, I find, well, I can go on for really, really long, um, mm-hmm. but, but let's, for the sake of the, the listener, um, keep it brief. And I'll mm-hmm. try to use layman terms as much as I can. And I find it helpful to think about it um, by looking and reflecting on the, the perception, so misconception. Okay. So if I can review some of the results um, that, that we were talking about from the report, Globally, 55% mm-hmm. of the public is saying if auditors do their job, if auditors does the job properly, mm-hmm. then we shouldn't have company failure. Okay. Right, so fifty-five percent. That's that. putting a lot of pressure on you. Not necessarily your job. Mm, well, I'm not an auditor, so I can <laughs> say with perfect. I'm I'm biased, um, but but I think that is a perception that we need to think about. And mm-hmm. also in terms of fraud, thirty-five mm-hmm. um, percent of those surveyed they expect auditors to always detect and report fraud, right? No matter what kind of fraud. And then additional 26% say if it's relating to financial statements that expect you to always catch it. Mm -hmm. Now, now that that is um, more than 60%, a -hmm. big majority. So if we step back and and using that as a backdrop and think about what an audit really is, now, an auditors do not, they do not go into a company and tick and bash through every single transaction. They do not um, verify every single item on the balance sheet of the last dollar. Mm-hmm. What auditors does is they will perform their procedures and to tell the readers that the financial statements as presented to you, mm-hmm. prepared by the accountants, prepared by management, right. um, is presenting a true and fair view. So it's not a 100% certification mm-hmm. of the accuracy. 
And if you look look at look at fraud, um, fraud by definition um, is a deliberate and intentional attempt. Right to gain unfair advantage to appropriate assets and funds through deception. Mm-hmm. So by definition, it is deliberate. It is intentional. And the higher you go up the corporate ladder, so if it's committed by someone who is very senior, mm-hmm. and especially when there's collusion, it becomes increasingly difficult for anyone to actually capture that. Now, am I saying that audit is useless? Clearly not. Clearly not. Yes. So... Auditors are, well, a good auditor, by the way, um, will be very well trained. Mm-hmm. Um, they go into an audit with very skeptical mind. So okay. we call it professional skepticism. Okay, Some let me call stop it you there. Now, the accountants, they're, yes, they'll prepare yes, all the yes. accounts, the daily yeah. whatever it yeah. is, right? Yeah. And then that gets handed over to the auditors. Yeah. Now, an auditor is going to be that skeptic. I'm looking for potential I'm something. watching you, yes. I'm watching you. <laughs> yes. But within that... You'd have to dig very, very deep if it is senior management, collusion, Mm -hmm. as you said, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And you might not necessarily be looking for it. So aren't there tiers of auditors as well? Tiers of auditors. So, I mean, you've got your your auditors who come in. But if there is a whiff of something not quite right, but they can't find it, Mm -hmm. then isn't there a different set of auditors that will come behind them Mm -hmm. to go even more deeply into the... Whatever forensics of it all. Yeah, yeah. So the different kinds of auditors. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about financial audit auditor, mm-hmm. um, and they have a specific objective in mind. Yeah. So as I said earlier, they're there to give a statement that is true and fair. Okay. So if it is a material misstatement arising from the fraud, mm-hmm. um, and 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 you know, as part of procedures, they they might catch with of something that is unusual. So there will be signs, mm-hmm. right? So an experienced auditor is going in with their skeptic mind, with the smell test. Mm-hmm. They might be able to catch something and then they will pursue further. Right. Right. Forensic auditors usually come after the fact when they know something is wrong and they just come in and dig through the whole thing. So, right. so it's a very different um, context right. to that. So we're talking about regular auditors. What is the chance they have? They do have a good chance if they are given enough time, mm-hmm. enough resources, then coming in with that broad industrial knowledge and so on, they, they might be able to get it. But if you are expecting them 100% to catch it, then I think that expectation might be a little bit too much. Right. Yeah. Okay. We are speaking to Chu Chun Wei, the regional head of policy for ACCA Singapore. That is, of course, interesting. And that is, of course, especially when you're talking about a listed company. Yes. Investors go, oh, well, you know, if the auditor's report is clean, then the company is clean, then yeah. six months, 12 months later fraud emerges or misappropriation of funds and they go, how come you guys didn't catch it? Yeah. Right? But what you're saying is you can't expect the auditors to be the only check and balance. I think you bring... Actually, that that is a great point. Um, It is the entire system. Mm -hmm. It is the entire um, financial reporting ecosystem. Right. And you're not... You can't just expect the auditors to up the game. We absolutely should expect the auditors to up the game. Mm -hmm. But it is also the other players within the system as well. The directors, the board directors, Mm -hmm. for example. The preparers, right? Investors need to be asking the right question Mm -hmm. as well. So so I think it it is everyone's responsibility. And, And we... well. Through this report, what we're trying to to encourage everyone to do is to think about not just expectation gap, but you know what is really in 
this expectation gap. Okay. So the purpose of so for the purpose of this report, my my colleague actually went digging around a little bit, and they found that well, the first time maybe this was mentioned was about forty five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not a new concept. But you know, today when you get a practitioners and auditors who say, well, it's an expectation gap, you can see the investing community literally and figuratively rolling their eye right to the back and say, you know, stop giving excuses, mm-hmm. right? So it's not just because I don't understand what an audit really is. There is a performance gap as well. Right. So in this report, we make it very clear. There are three elements to it. Okay. So can I just maybe talk through the, this sure. three a little bit? So first of all, there is a knowledge gap and there's what we're talking about, you mm-hmm. know, what an audit really is mm-hmm. and, and what people think it is, right? So audit is not there to catch 100% of the frauds, for example. It's not 100% certification. So that's the knowledge gap, which everyone should work to try to address, like right. through education and so on. There is also a performance gap. Mm-hmm. as well. What the auditors are supposed to do and what they are really doing. Right. I'm not saying all the auditors are not doing the job properly. There will be a small percentage at least of auditors who are perhaps not doing it the way the regulation, the way the standards mm-hmm. are expecting them to do. Mm-hmm. So this is a an area that the firm need to really work on mm-hmm. and there are discussion about you know, how do you enhance independence, how do you enhance resources and so on. So all this go into this bucket. Right? Mm-hmm. We need to Make sure we fix this. And there's also a what we call the evolution mm-hmm. gap. So what an audit is supposed to be based mm-hmm. on the regulation and, and standard and what you know we want audit to be. Okay. What is the audit of the future that will continue to be fit for purpose, that will continue to be very, very valuable. So so looking at it in these three buckets will allow us to have very a more meaningful conversation, mm-hmm. I think. Um and, and not just you know chasing the wrong the um tail of the dog, I think. Okay, yeah. so clearly there is uh, a misconception. Yeah. And you're saying that there, the, with the, the two other buckets, that mm. should address some of those misconceptions. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. where does the ACCA come into all of this? Well, first How of all, do you all, fix those misconceptions? I think, it, as I said, it's, it's a problem that everyone needs to contribute to mm-hmm. fixing. We're doing our part, I think, first of all, by contributing this study. Okay. Um, and, and we didn't want everyone to just go around talking about perception, mm-hmm. but without a solid basis to do so. Mm-hmm. So this, this report surveyed 11 countries, 11,000 members of the public. Right. It gives us something solid to talk about. Right. So that is a starting point. And, and in different countries, we are actively involved in the debate. Um, for example, in the UK, um, there are many different um, parties, including the ministry parties mm-hmm. and so on, just looking at how do you evolve an audit. And, sure. and ACC is right at the heart of that, actually, right. thinking about that. I am on the board. So my, my day job is with ACC. I have mm-hmm. a night job. Um, I am a board member with the International Auditing and Insurance Standards Board. So okay. we, we so set really standards. you really are watching us. Yes. <laughs> Suddenly, right? So, so from a distance, I'm trying to be not intrusive, but you know we will come in when necessary. Okay. Now, being a, I'm going to put my broadcast journalist hat here. We okay. are speaking to Chu Chun Wei, the regional head of policy for ACACA Singapore. Now, you say it is, and I agree, hmm. it is not the end all and be all responsibility of just the auditors, right? Yeah. So how much? of it is your responsibility if there's a percentage thing do you understand what i mean it's not 100 percent your responsibility as auditors 
So how, how many percent is I, it? I, I don't think... <laughs> Well, I, I don't think we can Quantify. put a very meaningful number <laughs> there. I'm not trying to evade the question, sure. Carissa. Um, but, but it, well, if you go back to think about who is responsible mm-hmm. for the financial statements, well, it is the directors, sure. it's the board directors, it is the, Their the, accountants. The, the, the accountants and the audit committees, especially. Mm-hmm. They have a role in challenging the auditors to do well and in, in protecting providing that environment for the auditors to do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. And any daughter account has been that not all, for example, audit committee members are doing their job in the perfect way. So some of them might think that I'm working for the company. Mm-hmm. My role is to depress the fees as much as possible mm-hmm. and so on. And my role is to protect the company. But that really isn't it. You know, their, their role is to... Um, demonstrate that public value, public interest, and to work with the auditors to make sure that whatever is put out to the public is the right thing. Sure. Right? So it's everyone's role in this. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back to the investors because we are Money FM 89.3 mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we speak to the investors every day. The, yeah. If an investor is looking at an audited report on yeah. a stock they are considering buying, yeah. um, and you're saying, and rightfully so, it isn't the end-all and be-all, that, that auditor's mm-hmm, report mm-hmm, isn't the mm-hmm. end-all and be-all. It's the, mm-hmm. not the only research you should be doing. What else should they be looking at? What are the right questions to ask for them before they make an investment? I, I'm so glad you asked that question because um, within the audit report, one of the um, big innovation um, from the audit community mm-hmm. is the innovation in the auditor's report, mm-hmm. and we call it key audit matters. Mm-hmm. So if you are listed companies, when the auditor um, released the report, they will, con- they will write within that um, what we call key audit matters, which are the issues that, you know, if you put it in very layman term, keeping the auditors awake at night. Mm-hmm. So these are insights that, that the investing community didn't used to have. Right. Right. These are insights of what the auditors are really focusing on. And this gives you the ingredient to have a very robust conversation with the company, mm-hmm. with the board directors, with the auditors. So use that as a basis. Ask the right question. So the auditors may be saying, well, valuation. Mm-hmm. Right of the the investment portfolio. This is an area where there's a lot of judgment involved, mm-hmm. and and they may say something like, "Well, the companies are using this model, and we have tested it, and so on." Um, but you know, maybe the the range is so wide, okay, and the the company, the 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 directors, are actually using the higher end of the range. For mm-hmm. example, mm-hmm. that would give them a bigger valuation than if they've been a little bit more conservative. So just just an example. You should take that and go to the company and ask them, so why, what's the basis for using this? Is a range that's acceptable to you, but if you're using the higher part of the range, does that mean that you're trying to achieve a certain numbers mm-hmm. um, instead of a fair number? Is this really fair to you? So, so there are many questions that can come out from there. So investors who are thinking, well, I don't know where to start asking. This is the place okay. to have that. So if if um, it was a shareholders meeting, you yeah. know, the, the annual reporting, mm. um, and the shareholders go, yeah. if they had one question, you're saying that should be the one question? Well, it depends on the company. Every different company will have different things disclosed within the key audit matters. Okay. So you customize your question based on what 
hurts the most. <laughs> well, it, it, I, and I That's think the company most. <laughs> the company will be happy to to have that conversation, and and one will lead to the other, right? Sure. So so keep your eye open. Skepticism is not just a professional thing. Well, mm-hmm. it is it is something that is at the heart of the profession. But as the investing public, be skeptical as well, right? right? So ask the right question. Look at how they react. How, look at how they respond. If it's too well rehearsed for a liking, um, then probe further. Don't just go for the free. And, and the buffet, right? Right. You, your your well, money is yeah. Your money is in there, right? <laughs> so work with the auditors. Ask the auditors good question as well. All right, and the auditors are supposed to answer. They will be happy to answer. Well, we had so I did this study um, about two years ago um, mm-hmm. with the regulators in Singapore, and and we were asking the auditors. So how many questions do you get mm-hmm. you know, from the key audit matters? And they're like none. Or one or two, right? Mm-hmm. So, so the investing public perhaps are not accustomed to it yet. You so need key to, yeah. audit matters. Key audit matters. Camps. All right, you yeah. heard it here on Money FM eighty nine point three. Next shareholders meeting you go to, look at the key audit please matters. Please do, please do, please do. We have had a great conversation with Chu Chun Wei, a regional head of policy of ACCA Singapore. I suspect this conversation could go on forever. <laughs> Unfortunately, we are out of time today. I'll bring you back on the show and we'll talk some more. We'd love to. You're Thank on you Money so FM 89.3. Thank you for being here. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.